0: Good morning! On this bowl of question crunch, the amazing fashion designer Angel Tenchi is here to answer questions about her career in fashion, her fashion line, Angel T. Apparel, and her love of the star-spangled man with the plan. Alright, so, um, I forget the name of the show but one of my friends were on this like a uh, reality television show about uh, uh lolita i think it's called this is the, yeah. the fashion uh-huh. and i saw you made an appearance in an episode and <laughs> i was like i like everything about this person i like your style i like your attitude i like everything about you so i was like i wonder if she's on instagram and sure enough <laughs> you are there and i became an instant fan oh my god thank you It's, it's ridiculous. Like, uh, your, your artistry, your, your fashion sense, everything about your Instagram. I'm like, Oh my God, this is great. This (laughs) is Fantastic. And I remember I, I, when you posted, uh, when you posted the link, when you shared the account for your fashion line, I, it had to be immediately followed because if it's anything like your regular, your personal (laughs) Instagram account, I had to see more. Um, so you're fantastic. I can't stress enough how fantastic you are.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much. You know, when you told me you had watched, that was called The Dollhouse.
0: That's it. Thank you.
1: Dollhouse. (laughs) And uh, that was so many years ago. um, I've done some fun little things here and there. So it is always fun when someone messages me like, hey, I saw you on this little thing. Or like, I met you here. I'm like, oh my God, like, who knew that, you know, you can connect with people in that way. Um but thank you. And I, as soon as you followed me, I loved your art. Like, "Oh my god, you're so hilarious. Your art is so great." And like, "I appreciate the follow. I'm a fan of yours too."
0: Ah, uh, okay, cool. So mutual mutual fanning. All right. Mutual fanning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've uh I've just been a huge fan of everything uh everything you do in fashion. And that just makes me wonder uh what is your history with fashion?
1: Well, you know, it's it's kind of funny because um, I started, I always did love fashion, like I think a lot of, you know, um, younger um, femmes do, but um, I started in cosplay, so, you know, and you know that, like, out of high school, I just went to conventions all the time. <laughs> like me and my friends were going to conventions like every month. It was kind of insane. Um, making cosplays, you know, basing them off of characters from video games and comics. that I just really loved. Um, and then after a while I was just like, okay, like I'm making other, you know, clothing. Like I can try to make clothing for myself. After I'd been cosplaying for a couple years, I was like, actually, you know what? Sewing's kind of dope. So I think I'll go to college for it. Um, and then I, you know, went to fashion school um, for about four and a half years and, uh, that's where fashion kind of like grabs me. You know, when I first got into school, it was great because I I already drew, you know, like I did like comics and stuff. So um, I, you know, you just kind of take that that feeling of like comic books and animes and, and, and put it into the clothing that you make. So it was really interesting, you know, being in school And, you know, just having teachers see my fashion cookies and just being like, oh my gosh, I've never seen anything like this before. And I'm like, which is weird, because I see it all the time, but that's because I watch anime and stuff. Like, you're suddenly reminded, like, oh, this isn't normal for everyone. Um, But yeah, so I have to thank Cosplay for all of the fashion things that I do now.
0: What conventions were your first conventions that you went to?
1: Oh my gosh, Um, ALA, um, PMX, PMX, I think, uh, Anime Expo, actually technically Anime Expo was my first convention, um, but I went when I was like 16, and like my mom, my friend's mom like dropped us off <laughs> for like a couple hours and then picked us up later, like I didn't like go to Anime Expo, like get the hotel and like the whole experience until I was like maybe like 18 or 19, um, but uh, yeah, Anime Expo, ALA, PMX, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Those are, there was a Kamikaze Con. Is it still Kamikaze, or was that the old one?
0: That was remember? the old one. No, Kamikaze. Well, now well, because now it's because then then Stanley took over. So it's Stanley's yeah. LA Comic Con. Yes. So I think it's I just went LA Comic Con now.
1: Yeah, it it switched over. So it was his from the jump, but like first it was Kamikaze, and then it became that. I went when it was Kamikaze, so that was a lot of years ago. <laughs> it was really fun too. It's a great con.
0: I did not even know about ALA for the longest time, but my friend was like, uh, when, when when I started seeing my social media filled with like people mentioning what town they're in because I live in Ontario, and so mm-hmm. when I started hearing about that, I was like, where's this? And I looked it up and i was like, right down the street. Okay, cool. <laughs> so the first time you
1: went to ALA was when it was in Ontario.
0: Yes. Was it somewhere uh, else? For years it was in LA. Oh, okay. That makes more yes. sense than not <laughs> when, when. Yeah. <laughs> when I found out that ALA was Ontario, I was like, that's, that's silly. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not LA. <laughs> yeah,
1: for several years, it was at um, a Marriott here in, in LA, and uh, it was pretty small. It was a pretty small convention. I really loved it. I always had fun. But it was actually quite a few years it was out here in LA before it moved to Ontario. Um, I won't say it moved to Ontario like, like five years ago or something. There was a couple years before that where it was out here.
0: Okay, so then maybe I <laughs> maybe I didn't hear it's about like because it was in L.A. Yeah. Okay, cool, because I think it was maybe five years ago that I found out that my friend was going, and I was like, I live yeah. down the street. Let's go get food. <laughs> let's
1: go, yeah, and it's huge now. It's crazy to see how it's grown, that convention, because, yeah, it was legit just, like, in a hotel, in, like, one little room, and then they had, like, a couple other rooms where they had the panels. It was a pretty small convention, so seeing it grow, and Allison, the... Um, the main coordinator of the convention she's been inviting um my my cosplay group to ALA for years and we do panels and stuff there and the fashion shows and stuff we do there so ALA has like a very special place in my heart because it's just like my little home convention where I got to you know explore with my cosplay group on how to like talk to people and connect with people it was just like really fun
0: that's fantastic like what what were your, the first characters that you cosplayed as
1: Ooh, first characters uh, Yoruichi from Bleach, um, Michiko from Michiko to Um Bell from Bleach also. I did a lot of Bleach cosplay. Um, Tao Kaka from um, Blaze Blue. If you remember Blaze Blue.
0: Oh, I absolutely don't. I'm not that familiar with anime. Oh my
1: god! I can pull the game up right now. Like. Sorry. It's, it's, it's <laughs> the makers of um uh what's the other fighting game guilty gear maybe
0: i'm mostly just nodding to these characters
1: (laughs) i'm I'm not gonna lie
0: i'll tell you i'll tell you when i don't know the character oh yeah that one
1: yeah that one (laughs) yeah well you know like bleach i feel like everyone kind of why that was like the anime that everyone watched a little bit in high school no uh, (laughs)
0: <laughs> Miyazaki, I, I, I'm very familiar with Miyazaki. That's that's all I got. <laughs> oh, okay,
1: okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. So, the new age, which it's not even new age anymore. Oh, my God, I'm an old person. Right. Like, it's like 20 years ago, anime. No, maybe more like 10 years. Oh, my God, not that Yeah, long.
0: it's super not yeah. new, new age anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> new age anime talking about Bleach? Like, I think Bleach just recently ended, too, so people like... <laughs> showing your age angel um but yeah there was a anime called bleach that so was like pretty popular um when i was in high school and there was like so many characters in it and uh, when i first started cosplaying i only wanted to cosplay dark skinned characters um and uh, that was a choice i made just so that people would bully me a little bit less because it can get kind of intense in the cosplay community sometimes a little weird um but when i had my cosplay group chocolate cover cosplay we were all black girls we really would just do panels and talk to people and just be like hey don't be rude to people about their race and stuff that's not cool and we would just have like really big uh panels where everyone just like shared their experiences and i learned a lot from those and like before um being a part of my group i was like i'm only cosplaying dark skin characters so that people can't be mean to me um but then after you know um, seeing my group and, and seeing people just be like, but I just want to be Sailor Moon, even though, you know, I have dark skin, like whatever. Like I was just like, okay, let me push myself out of my comfort zone. Um, but if that's a decision that you make about cosplay, it's, it's really whoever you want to cosplay, but don't put yourself in a box. Because of you know outer stuff like I did just like do whatever you want and like have a good time. Do people still cosplay? I don't
0: know. <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty co- well. I, I've I've interviewed a few <laughs> cosplayers on this uh, podcast. Oh, okay. so I think I think people still cosplay. <laughs> I'm doing don't. it. I
1: don't anymore. I well,
0: don't. I I used to. I, I the last costume I think I dressed up was the Joker, and then I realized that's much more mm-hmm. comfortable not being in cosplay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll have to send you some pictures. Um, I've done some... I've cosplayed from hentais, which
0: is always funny. Um, nice. But, nice. <laughs> I was walking around animics, but, like, someone is going to kick me out of here. Um, well, but I, I always think of... Whenever I think of hentai, I still think about, like, Samuel L. Jackson's response and that that uh, it's a really popular one where someone said, like, uh, what was it? Do you watch anime? And Sam, Samuel L. Jackson looks at the camera and he's like, yep, hentai too. And then goes on with his questions. <laughs> and, <laughs> I just love how nonchalant and he just like, yep. He's one yep. of us. <laughs> He's
1: one of us. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, I, I've had some, some crazy cosplay. I had a cosplay where um, it was Holly Bell from Bleach and she had like, I don't remember what it's called, but like she had like a form where like she looked all crazy, like made out of bones or whatever. But basically it was just like this big bone armor stuff that was just like on her shoulders and then like these two little like nipple kind of covers and then basically she was like naked everywhere else. And I took my little ass over to a convention wearing that, and it was so heavy. I I don't remember. I think I made this out of like some shit, some stuff I found from Home Depot. Like heavy ass shit. Where I could, I like, I had this giant sword thing. Anyway, maybe I'll send you a picture, but
0: I would love it. Not to sound creeper, or (laughs) anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a picture, but it was just very uncomfortable. I had to like stand in one place like the whole day and have like our guy friends carry the sword because I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna do this." Like that is the extent I used to go to when I was, I was
0: like
1: really <laughs> uncomfortable. Now I'm like, I don't even want to wear heels to a convention. <laughs> like I
0: can't. I I have no oh, I have no idea. Like some of the costumes I've seen, I'm when I see like the heels or the boots or like the props that they have, and I'm just like, no thank you.
1: No okay. I appreciate you, though. I You are putting in work today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? My, mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite uh, moments at Comic-Con was when uh, there were costume folks. Uh, like, uh, w- what street are they in in L.A. where people take photos and they have, like, a tip jar on the ground? Is that, like, Hollywood Boulevard or Sunset? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hollywood. Well, they, mm-hmm. they were at Comic-Con. The, the, the costume folks were at Comic-Con. They were in the uh, middle of the street. And there were there was a Batman and he was like, "Well, I only do tip for I only do photos for a tip." And I'm like, "Oh, you're in the wrong place, buddy, cuz there's a million Batmans that'll do it for free." <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> and probably look better. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: What <laughs> <laughs> I just saw him and I was like, "This is the worst place. This is yeah. not the right but location I for you." Hollywood
1: Boulevard, sir, like. <laughs>
0: Be where there's less Batman
1: <laughs> less batman. yes, yes, you're you've gone to where there are way too many Batman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how uh, how did the you going from fashion school become a job, become a profession?
1: Um, I, I think I was um very uh, I think the universe just steered me in the correct ways, you know, I um While I was cosplaying, I met some amazing friends, um, who I'm still very good friends with now, who of course have progressed in the same way I did, you know, loving comics and stuff and then going into fashion. So I just made so many connections just in the cosplay community that, um, once I was finished with school or even while I was in school, um, you know, I had a lot of contacts that I, that I could connect with and like who, you know, um, referred me for jobs and stuff like that. Um, one of my first internships, um, at a, uh. Uh, swimwear studio um, was given to me from uh, my my really good friend, Ginger, who was in my cosplay group with me. And um, yeah, I, and Ashford, who was also in my cosplay group, she works a lot of theater. I actually got this recent job through Ashford. You know, I, I just, there there's so many things I have to thank the cosplay community for. And like, most of it is like the amazing connections I've made. Um, and then also, you know, just being in school, like um, a lot of people, school isn't for everyone for sure, but I do think like some kind of education or connection is important because a lot of times like just connecting with people is what pushes you so far. Um, you know, I, I work for a, um, production company that does like, um, larger name fashion shows and everything. I've worked with Kanye West. I've worked Moschino backstage, um, and I've literally got that connection through a professor that just like really liked me and was like, Hey, I would like to, you know, refer you to this group. I got hired immediately. And like the next weekend I was working for Moschino. So, um, school's great. <laughs> school is <awesome. laughs> so, like, just too, too dope and I cannot push school. I mean, yeah, you go into debt and it kind of sucks, but like, whatever. Cause all of the things that I, I've gained from college, I think were super important and because I was in a very niche kind of, you know, um, community cosplay and everything that brings something kind of new to a lot of the spaces that I work in. They're like, oh my gosh, like you've made strange and interesting things. You know, um, my my uh, senior collection for my college, I put like um, LED lights in all of the clothing so that they looked like cool avatars. So when they walked out, like it was just so great. Like I did New York Fashion Week. <clears throat> couple years ago and you know when my collection came out the girl came out she had like lights and her shoes were lighting up she had light up headphones which is you know my brand and as soon as she came out you just saw people just like oh like you know like this isn't something i've seen before and it's just like very cool and fun and that's like literally like you know anime and video games like down to the core so yeah
0: i recently saw people post uh photos of a fashion uh, fashion show and I forget what what it was for, but people were saying, oh, man, I don't know what fashion's doing. Do people think that people actually wear this? And I'm like, it's art, you know? It's art. It's
1: It's art, and it's always been that way. Like, people who kind of step in a little late, I'm like, since the early 1900s, there was stuff on the runway that was just crazy because the stuff that you see in, like, you know, those really high-up fashion shows, they're not, unless you're a celebrity, they're not really for um, wearing it, it's, it's, it's called a trickle down effect. You know, they put the craziest shit that they can on these runways and that just trickles down and inspires everyone else. And like, we try to recreate like smaller versions of this times have kind of changed a little bit with like fast fashion, you know, taking over. Um, they're just kind of like trying to recreate what celebrities are wearing and everything. But like, you know, most from like the forties up to the nineties, they put the craziest shit on the runways, and then that just kind of like became a softer version for the the stores, and and that's how it usually works. So that ain't new. Anybody saying that is dumb.
0: Needs to Google it. <laughs> I, I think it's I I think it's just like an, an ignorance about art because yeah. uh, art always has to go the extremes yes. to just be something really stunning to see, just something really yeah. bizarre, something you've never seen yes. before, and Absolutely. you won't see out on the street. It's just mm-hmm. something uh, amazing that someone put together. Um, and then I tell people that, you know, you're surrounded by art all the time. I mean, do you think that the paper towels just,
1: uh,
0: automatically had that pattern on them?
1: Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> someone designed that. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, um, this March I've been working on a, have uh, been doing an art challenge called M- mascot March. And mm. there's such a an amazing history for so many mascots that I did not even know about. Like the smacks frog. I had no idea. I I, I watched some of the old commercials and seeing that he actually did do a high five to get that smack sound. And that's, uh, that was the whole gimmick of like, you know, the, the cereal that smacks back or something like that. And it's just, (laughs) it's, it's ridiculous because, um, capitalism, a lot of times fuels art because the fashion shows are to, you know, fuel a business to keep a business going. Absolutely. And I, and while I'm not a big fan of just like being so hungry for business, which is mm-hmm. ridiculous, because I want should want money, <laughs> <laughs> but I really love mascots. I love uh, I love the creativity that a lot of times these businesses make
1: happen. <laughs> yeah, mascots are cool. I like mascots too.
0: Um, you did mention Kanye West. Um, <laughs> what other shows have you worked on? <clears throat>
1: um, uh, yeah. So Kanye um, was. Uh, his um, Sunday service, um, Moschino. I've worked a couple years um, backstage, which is always so good. I hope I can do that again. Like Moschino shows are great, and then afterwards, I'm just doing wardrobe, so I'm just dressing the models. Maybe there's so many models, you might get like one or two models that you dress, so you're just chilling most of the time. And then afterwards, they let you go to like the little industry party after. It's nice. Um, so Moschino worked a couple of times. Um, I just re- recently worked on The Voice of the Black Eyed which was just like magical. Um, I've done a lot of theater productions, um, Tommy I've done, um, I really want to do Rents, which would be really, really fun, or Cats or something, I don't know, like, <laughs> really, really dope, that'd <laughs> be so good, um, theater things, I mean, um, other than, yeah, most of, other than those, like, bigger name things, most of the stuff that I do is, is very, like, small scale, you know, independent films, um, I've put on a couple art shows myself, which have been really fun, you know, um, I've worked backstage at other uh, New York fashion shows, just like assisting in the back. So that's more so what I like to do. Like, it's really great when I can sneak my way into like some celebrity stuff, but for the most part, it's like small independent stuff.
0: I would absolutely love to see you redesign the costumes for cats. Like strictly, <laughs> strictly your your take on it.
1: My My take on cats, oh, oh man, that'd be too good. They'd be really sexy for no reason, I think.
0: I think that most of your, your costumes and your outfits are pretty sexy. And so that's why uh, cats is already yeah. pretty sexy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Just to see how you would fine tune that and make it yeah. more. What's the cyberpunk? No, I don't, yeah. I don't want to yeah. just, that's what, yeah. the, okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> to have your style would be really awesome to see with cats. Ooh,
1: Future cats. Yeah. Oh Ooh, I might have to sketch that out.
0: That'd be really dope. I <laughs> really want to see it so bad.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've, been telling, I've been telling all my friends, I'm like, I just want to create. I just want to make things. I just, after last year, you know, 2020 was just a very important year. And I'm, I'm blessed that I made it through 2020 without getting sick, you know, still with my apartment, still having jobs and things like that. And uh, 2020 was just like a lot of me just like healing from the inside out from like just years of like not being able to take a moment and pause and just like look at myself. And um, I spent a lot of time last year, just like fine tuning my health and my body and my home and learning things that I wanted to learn for years. So I didn't spend a lot of time creatively, I guess. And then that's okay. You know, it's okay to take a break from being creative because sometimes it can be draining um, to just create, 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 especially because right before COVID hit, um, the job that I work at, Most of the time it's called Illuminate. We do like light up um, dance wear. And uh, right before COVID, um, we decided to do a Vegas show with like 30 plus costumes in one month. So I was pulling like 12, 16 hour days, like six days a week for like a month straight. Um, And then we went to Vegas and then I was training the team over there and still it was like 12 hour days, um, six days a week. And when we finally got to a point in the show where we were like, okay, like, everything's built, everything fits, like, we can just focus on, like, the show, that's when COVID hit. Um, And uh, everything we were doing on the show was very – it was new to the company. Like, we were doing things in the show that we'd never done as a company before, and there was so much creative uh, input I was giving of just, like, okay, let's try this, let's just try this. It was – I felt sucked dry almost. Like, it was – It was hard. It was fun. Um, But afterwards, I just realized, like, I don't even want to create for a little bit. Like, I just want to, like, take a step back and just, like, focus on me. And now that um, I've done that and I feel like I've really done some intense healing last year, um, I just feel really good about the things I've done and and the things I can make. And now this year, I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm itching to just make things and just, like, create. And, And a lot of that is going into my brand now. So that's really fun.
0: And I, I greatly appreciate that. Just uh, and I'm glad that you said that because I feel like a lot of people who are creative feel so stressed and so lost and so mm-hmm. uh, worried about the future. I mean, uh, you know, the uh, what's unpredictable, um, <laughs> just yeah. the, the, the chaos of the world that we live in is hard mm-hmm. to be able to make anything creative. So yeah. I keep stressing to people, relax, relax. take some time. You don't it, you don't have to create all the time to be creative. You don't
1: you don't but but we feel that way as a creative when you're not doing what you love all the time you feel like like what is my point you know like this is what i was put on this earth to do is to create but you you have to you have to take yourself from that and and just realizing that creating is a part of yourself and is an important part of yourself but like if you're not doing it if you're not doing it well it's okay you're still a whole human being and you need breaks from everything even things that you love doing so just give yourself that time and a lot of time when you give yourself that break, when you come back, it's just like so much more intense because you're ready, you know, instead of just feeling sucked dry of creative energy.
0: Um, you did mention the Kanye West show. And I remember I did see about the I did see reports and interviews about at the uh, Sunday service, right? Yeah. yeah Sunday service. Um, how was that backstage? Because it's uh, his shows are very visually interesting and just visually inspiring
1: (laughs) so inspiring it was it was great i mean we we worked on um the uh the the choir there's like a giant choir of like i don't know 300 people or something maybe more and um they're all wearing the same thing and i don't know if i can (laughs) We, we try in our team we're actually creating a dress um and and it was huge and amazing and like out of unconventional fabric and we didn't even end up using the dress, which <laughs> really <laughs> bumps all out. We're like, no, like there was so much <laughs> stuff in this dress, like it is what it is. Um, but it was it was a great experience. It was very fun. Um I I can't say I met Kanye and Kim, but I was in very close proximity to them. Cool. Kanye <laughs> waved, and I was like, "Hi!" <laughs> so like <laughs> Kanye West and Kim Kardashian saw my face like from feet away. So I'm in there. They might even have a dream about me, you know, like my <laughs> niece. Um It was really great. The team I was with was um, really really fun. Um, the show itself was huge, like insane, um, and it was just good. You know, I, I like working wardrobe um, because it is fast paced. Um, but uh, for the most part, you don't feel, I don't know, as far as I'm concerned, I haven't felt like overwhelmed and I just feel like I can i can maneuver things. There there was the only thing I didn't really like about the Kanye show was the whole choir was wearing like the newest Yeezys shoe. <clears throat> the newest Yeezy, like the choir was wearing it, and there was hundreds of them. And at the end wardrobe had to retrieve these shoes back. Oh, no. Someone, I don't know who spread this, but someone basically told them that they got to keep the shoes in the end. They did not get to keep the shoes. <laughs> so, so that was really rough at the end of the night, like having like this whole affair and everything. Just trying to get these shoes back from people. So when we gave them the shoes in the beginning we we're like okay give us your wallets you know just so we have like some collateral and at the end some people were like booking it through <laughs> the parking lot like keep my wallet i don't care i'm trying to keep sure it. like they were running like luckily they'd expect us to chase them or anything but it was like insane people were getting mad and like throwing the shoes so all the shoes were all getting all piled up it was insane that was probably the only thing i didn't like about that show but everything else a plus <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I don't know if I I don't know if anything in my wallet is crucial enough to to want back.
1: <laughs> that, that's that's what everyone was saying. They're like, I mean, come on, like no one carries cash anymore. Like, I mean, I can
0: replace everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, replace everything. You can get a new ID, You can get a new car, but brand new Yeezy, like come on, like. And everyone was saying they were super uncomfortable. So I was like, why are you guys running through the? But you know, the newest shit. I get it. Um, but yeah, that was probably like least favorite part of the show but everything else was just like so wonderful everyone was very kind you know it's a kanye show so all of you know kanye's people were there we saw chance the rapper and it was just great it was just a really fun show to be backstage for
0: my mind is going to be thinking about angel t's Cybercats for a long time now <laughs> not let that go. <laughs> it's not gonna go Let's it's
1: we'll my mind talk. is
0: My mind is up his foot. Like, I'm not even that big. I'm not, no, not even that big. I, no, I am a fan of Cats. I like them. I remember being, I remember when they first did the TV broadcast of Cats, and that was Mm -hmm. the first exposure to the show I ever had. And then I watched a document, a YouTube video on that they were, there were plans on making an animated movie of Cats. And okay. I saw some of the, the production drawings, the, pro, uh, the, the uh, primary sketches, the preliminary, the uh, mm-hmm. um, either way, they had Processor. sketches of what the characters could have looked like, and it was gorgeous, and I would have loved that. Yeah. So, and then the movie came out, and the movie sucked. Um, <laughs> the newest movie.
1: <laughs> I didn't watch the movie. I haven't watched it.
0: <laughs> it's it's weird because I follow I now follow on Instagram the the like the lead cat, because. <laughs> She's actually a ballerina, and oh. she does really gorgeous work, and her photos are amazing.
1: Oh, love it.
0: So even if I don't like a movie, I might like someone involved in it and oh, I want to yeah. see more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not a fan of cats. But seeing I, – I, I keep on having these, like, neon <laughs> images in my head of what oh. you could do with cats. I'm like, oh, that'd be too cool. <laughs>
1: Yeah, with like all the like cyber, like oh my god, yeah. I, let's do it. Let's make it happen. I'm ready. That yeah, could
0: be cool. I'm ready for this
1: collaboration.
0: I have it. I have some of them have like a visor with like I light up eyes. The- <laughs> yes.
1: Oh my god. And it'll be all dark, and like their eyes will be like really shiny, like the the cyber. Ooh,
0: I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Yeah. Right. That's too cool of an idea. <laughs> Shit. All right. <laughs> um. So when when did Angel T Apparel happen? when did it happen officially well not officially unofficially
1: Unofficially? well you know technically i want to say like in 2000 wow maybe in 2015 um i had got out of a job that was an awesome opportunity but like i didn't love being there (laughs) like which is really sad like looking back i just realized um especially after the healing that I've done last year, I realized like there's a lot of moments in my life where like, I should have just, should have just spoke up. You know, I was, I was going to get to a point where I didn't want to be, where I wasn't going to be in that relationship anymore. I wasn't going to be a part of that crew anymore. I wasn't gonna be in that job anymore. So I should have just said what I had on my mind and left at least knowing that I did that. Um, there's several things in my life that i look back and now i just be saying stuff because i'm like you know what i'd rather look back and be like at least i said it like you know Good. um so uh I, I had gotten out of a job like that where i just felt like just you know i had so many opportunities to learn but like i just didn't get to that and i'm a forever lear- like i love learning and i was just like really upset that i didn't get to learn those things um and then i also had like this moment where i was like why am i taking orders from people who don't even know how to like do stuff like you don't know how to work a fax machine and you're like yelling at me about stuff. Like you don't even know how to do what I, like whatever. That being said, I left that job and I was like, fuck capitalism. I was going to live for myself, blah, blah, blah. And um, I just started making t-shirts um, and then selling them. And that was when Angel T Apparel like became a thing. And at this time, this might have been around the time that I was on The Dollhouse, but like, I had a little bit more of a following, you know, had like I was doing my little modeling stuff and everything, so I had a little bit more of a following. So it was a fairly successful um, brand, rebrand of myself, um, selling things and everything. Um, And um, it was probably a good year that I I just, from my mom's house, of course, (laughs) was just selling my clothing and living off of that. And I, you know, I went to Japan by myself that year. Um, You know, I I actually saved a bunch of money that year. So that was the year that Angel t Apparel, like, became a thing. But um, it was just t-shirts with, like, words on them. Like, I had a shirt that said, like, no, you can't have my number in a bunch of different languages.
0: (laughs) That's a a great idea. I love that.
1: (laughs) My friends are like, you should bring that shirt back. Because that was my most popular shirt. A lot of people bought that one. Um, But, yeah, so... That was technically Angel Tea Apparel, but uh, there wasn't a lot of designing that went into it. Um, so the years went by, and and now I'm rebranding Angel T. And I mean, I actually I want to say a couple of years ago, I kind of tried to reopen Angel Tea Apparel, but I was only doing custom work. Um, like I've worked with um, you know drag performers, I've dressed a couple models, um, I've done some music videos for like local artists and stuff, which is all fun. But it was all like me making it and like. It's super exhausting, you know? Um, so now I mostly do like like wholesale where I like um, just buy wholesale and then put my logos and stuff until I can get to a point where like I can hire a seamstress because sitting at your sewing machine forever can be exhausting if that's not what you want to do
0: all the time. You yeah.
1: know, so six years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's 15. Um, where do you get the inspiration? Because I know you said that you're rebranding it. Um, uh, but even like, I, cause I scrolled through, uh, a lot of the Instagram photos, the older photos, and it's yeah. just always had like a really visually interesting style. And I'm just wondering where you get the inspiration for it. Cause you did mention anime.
1: Yeah.
0: Is there like a specific anime that you're going for? Or?
1: Um, I mean, I only say anime as like the idea of anime, you know yeah. what I mean? It's not so much that like, um, I, I try to create things for anime characters. I just like the, the feel of like. I just, I love a Neo-Tokyo kind of feel. Akira, Ghost in the Shell, Deadlies if you ever heard of it, is one of my favorite anime movies. Um, Glarens, Rion, but they were in space. I just love spacey, futuristic, cyber, you know, kind of stuff. Um, So yeah, a lot of my... um, my designs come from that idea. And, uh, I also love streetwear and I, I feel like a lot of times streetwear is like the futuristic look. I also love tech wear, um, which is really popular in like, um, Korean fashion right now and, and, and J fashion as well. Um, so yeah, definitely the idea, but you get it, you know, like most people, when they see my clothing, they understand like this kind of like futuristic look that I'm going for. It's just a future that I see in my head. You know, we're wearing clothes that light up in the dark. You know, it's streetwear. it's comfortable, but like we'll have like cool little elements like light up accessories, light up backpacks. Like that's the idea um, that I kind of go for. And it kind of fits, I think.
0: And I absolutely can see that and I love it. Cause uh, <laughs> even like uh, um, the 80s animated films, they're really just really mm. bizarre tech mm-hmm, that they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, really weird lines and really weird angles that I just, yeah. man, it's fucking amazing. I love it, it's gorgeous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so, so good, for sure.
0: Um, if you had to pick a favorite article of clothing, and it's not, it doesn't have to be something that you made. It could be any article of clothing. What would it be?
1: Just like the, a thing that I wear?
0: Anything. It, your, it, it doesn't even have to be something that you wear. Like, uh, I could, I, I don't know. I love capes. I love long jackets, because I, I just love it when the wind's blowing and a picks <laughs> up like are a lit. jacket. Yeah. It's just fun. It's good.
1: <laughs> I love a cape. I love a cape moment, too. Um, you know, I was, I was thinking about this question, you know, my mind went to earrings because I love like a fun earring. Um, like my friend, he makes earrings and he'll just like make me random. So st- he'll just like buy little things and make earrings. Like he has like a little hamburger and fries that he made me cause I love McDonald's and um, yeah. Well, hold
0: on, uh, hold on. What was it, know, what was it made of? Cause that's awesome. No, no, no. There's no, oh. no judgment. <laughs> I love, I love miniatures and I love yeah. food. That's cool. Yes. <laughs>
1: Yes. He's made me donuts. He's made me, I love pineapples. He's made me pineapple earrings. <laughs> like I love. That's stuff, so cool. Right. It's so good. He, Oh, I had like, um, I had found like these little, uh, they looked like little passport books. He made those into earrings. He's great. My best friend's really good. Oh, um,
0: you got to send me, you got send me a link. Cause these I are will, amazing. Oh I my just, gosh. I
1: keep telling him, I'm like, you need to sell them. But you know, it's once again, he's like, I don't want to change my hobby into a job cause then it's not fun. For me. So I'm like, I get it. Um, but, you know, I just realized, like, I'm a crop top girl. Like, I mainly only wear crop tops even when it's cold outside, and that's kind of a problem. I mean, it's L.A., so, like, it's not cold that often. Um, but, yeah, I'm a crop top girl. Like, I have so, too many crop tops. Like, that's all I wear. That's literally all I wear is crop tops. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, I had a, uh, Phoenix, Phoenix Blaze was on, uh, an earlier episode of Question Crunch, and she has, uh, um, uh, hot sauce packets for earrings oh so I'm I'm always for like I love miniatures and I love food so when you yeah. said hamburger I was like that's yeah, they're cool they're... <laughs> yes. there was no judgment that was only yeah. love oh,
1: okay. <laughs> good because oh my god people are like are those hamburgers I'm like yeah <laughs> and fries
0: <laughs> my friend uh, my friend makes a, a custom bows um blackbird bows and she uh, she made a necklace and I, I have it as a Halloween decoration because it's a little jack-o'-lantern basket and inside of it is little miniatures of candy. Oh. And it's adorable and I had a oh, bite immediately. Oh my
1: god, I love it. Oh my god, you know a weird thing I was on for a while. What's that? Have you seen the dollhouse videos where they like make little dollhouses?
0: Yeah, well I think I have. I think I have because I love like- I love watching miniatures. Yes, miniatures,
1: right? They like make the whole little house, but they'll build like little tiny pillows and like little tiny. Oh my God, it's so good.
0: Sold. So... Ah, I will send in- you a link. There's on one on Instagram. Like, on Instagram, I watch a uh, I watch the tiny kitchen videos. Oh,
1: I love tiny kitchen. Oh my God, I love tiny kitchen.
0: Oh, tiny it's kitchen. ridiculous. It's ridiculous how much I love it, and I I can't even I can't even figure out why. I just really love guess... miniatures. They're cute.
1: Tiny food, like little tiny donuts or little tiny spaghetti. Oh God, I love miniatures too. I
0: agree. <laughs> yeah. I remember I told someone that I I don't like uh the at Disneyland they have the Storybook Land where you get to go on a boat looking at miniatures and it's like mm-hmm. miniatures are cool but I want to get a better look at it to mm-hmm. see all the detail in it. So there, if I'm yeah. if I'm from afar it's not cool. I want. It's see. not cool,
1: right? I want to like get in there and see all the little <laughs>
0: details.
1: That's the best part. I agree. <laughs>
0: So you mentioned a love of anime, of video games, of comics. Um, if you could redesign the outfits to one video game to your style,
1: which Ooh. would you choose? Wow. Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. Well, like I have to pick a game to redesign?
0: It could be any video game. If you said <laughs> I want to draw, if you if you said I want to redesign the costumes to, I don't know, Pong. I'm like, all right. I don't know how, but they don't have costumes. But if you're gonna be- build a costume for them,
1: <laughs> oh my god! You know, I was like growing up, I was like a like a like a a fighter game girl. Like I loved like fighter games. Soul Calibur was like my absolute favorite. And if I could redesign Soul Calibur, but like to, cause you know, did you play Soul Calibur?
0: I, I I think I played it.
1: It was, like, it was more, like, old, like,
0: um... It was a fighter game, very, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a fighter game, but it was, like, like the the time that it was in was, like... What do you call it? Like, not, like, feudal era, but, like, people were, like, wearing kimonos and stuff, you know? Like, it wasn't, like, a modern...
0: Was it the one that game? was, like, 3D stage where you can roll out of the way and it moved the camera? Was that the one you're, you're talking about? Or is that something else? I don't know. I'm not a gamer, so...
1: It's okay, no. <laughs> Okay, anyone watching, so it was just a fighting game.
0: I I'm, I'm sure that great. a lot of my listeners are getting upset at me for not knowing no, what?
1: You <laughs> can't know everything. No way, come on. Now, now you just have something to Google. It's good. Great. Right? <laughs> um, but Soul Calibur was like my favorite fighting game. And the characters were all really fun and like um but it was more like feudal feudal era, I guess. Like everyone's wearing kimonos or like um armor and stuff. I would love to like do like a Soul Calibur, like a future Soul Calibur where like everyone has like some kind of like futuristic kind of clothes or like in space or something. That would be pretty cool. would be pretty lit.
0: When I was thinking about this question, I was I was also thinking about what video game I would love to see redesign. And uh, I was a big fan of Jack and Daxter 2. Oh, well,
1: I think I only played Jack and Daxter
0: 1. Check out 2. 2 is pretty cool because uh, in the town, like, uh, you'll have streets, but the streets are above you because they're all hover cars. Mm. And you can jump up and steal someone's car and then drive it along. Oh, it's, cool! It's all floating, and it's got, like, this really cool, uh, like, natural uh, steampunk—not steampunk—just uh, really cool armor and really weird designs and really mm. weird fantasy that I think yeah, that you yeah. would be able to put some light to and make oh. it amazing.
1: Whoa, cool. I like that. Ooh, you know, now that you're saying, like, the older platformers, maybe Sly Cooper—
0: Oh, that would be fun, Carmelita, right? Right. That would be fun. That would be cool. That'd be cool, right? That's a game I know.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. even think like like
0: like like his hook would be pretty (laughs) awesome to.
1: Yeah, that would be good. I like that. And then because Bentley was in a little wheelchair for a little while, right? Wasn't he in a little wheelchair? The turtle, maybe he could be in like a floaty little kind of.
0: You know, kind of what, what was that sound? Was that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's my floating noise.
0: <laughs> yeah, your your floating noise really got me in. It really uh, brought me in. Oh, <laughs> I haven't think of, I haven't thought of Sly Cooper forever. I think they had ideas to make in a video uh, a movie, but
1: yeah, I Sly Cooper is very close to my heart. You know. I definitely had a crush on a raccoon, I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs>
1: it's my heart, so they would have to do Sly Cooper justice. They would have to.
0: I, I feel like uh there there's a lot of sexy animals that uh, made future <laughs> furries re- I, 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 I blame a lot of sexy animals. <laughs> you
1: know, I don't know how I didn't become a furry with like I loved Sly Cooper, like I loved Minerva Mink from um, Animaniacs, like there's Whenever Meek
0: of... is too sexy, like holy Wait, hell.
1: Why did they make her so sexy? That was so unnecessary. I had like pictures of her like printed out when I was like in middle school. Sonic, Rouge the Bat, why why were her boobs so big and bouncy? Why did they <laughs> They didn't need to do that? <laughs> they didn't need to. So
0: I, I, like... I feel like uh there there's this uh I'm trying to remember what kind of monkey she was, but there was Captain Simian and the space monkeys. <laughs> okay. Yeah, was she it was a monkey. Uh, she was a very sexy monkey, and she had like, a very skin-tight, like, cat suit, and she was in martial arts. And... Oh, so she was flipping around? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Captain Cap- Simming and the Space Monkeys. That was uh, on UPN, I believe. I think that was the Channel 13 block, where it's got, you know, Mighty Max, Double Dragon, uh, Street Sharks, and Captain Simming and the Space Monkeys. I'll <laughs>
1: oh, I, didn't, I, I have to Google that one.
0: But, uh, yeah, that that period of Animation and cartoons. <laughs> it, was a,
1: it was a good, good period. Good period. Yeah, right? Unnecessary, <laughs> but you know, I questioned it. I was like, "What is my sexuality right now? This is a female <laughs> animal," <laughs> and I feel tingles. What's going on here?
0: <laughs> um, and you're a big fan of Captain America. A little um, bit. <laughs> oh, did you t- see my tattoo? I just got. This I have. Tattoo. I haven't seen your tattoo. It's pretty this badass. Yeah.
1: This is Falcon. This is Winter Soldier.
0: What do you think about the show right now? Oh my God, it's
1: so good. Are you watching it?
0: I am watching it. Oh, we'll have to talk about it after, so no spoilers. Well, we can talk about it right now. Oh, well, yeah. spoilers. No, no. Yeah, but when this comes out, it's going to be a while. I don't want to
1: ruin it for anyone. what do you want to talk about?
0: Well, we can be vague. We can be a little vague. We can vague? talk about the. Oh, we, but
1: what we... I want to talk about is not vague.
0: We could talk. We could talk in detail after the recording. Okay. But what okay. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> what I do want to talk about is how uh, how perfect they are at capturing the politics of the, the oh. current politics. Oh.
1: No, 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 and,
0: no, no, no. and I have not seen anyone, thank God, but I haven't seen anyone complain about the politics being in Captain America, in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Because if they do, I'll have to tell them how dumb they sound. Because oh. that comic, is those characters are all about politics. 100%. <laughs>
1: 100%. Like comics are so political. And yes, they paint it in a way where it's fantasy or whatever, so that it could be more easy to digest. Just like you're saying, how you think that, you know, we have to teach love and, and diversity through cartoons. That's exactly what they were doing, you know? Like, X Men was 100%. I don't even start. You know what I mean? You
0: um, can totally but, yeah. start. Go for it. Run it. Uh, Take a breather. You can go. You start. (laughs) I need, I need a
1: drink. (laughs) But I just mean, politically speaking, and not even just politically, but like the signs of the times always come through in media. Like they have to, like, it would make no sense to shy away from that. And, um, whether it's mutants versus humans or like you know aliens versus humans or whatever like there's always this idea of like there's them and then there's other and then how do we treat the other you know what i mean and and that happens constantly through comics and in a lot of media actually and i think it's a really important message because it's a fair assessment that if you don't live through that every day that you're probably not exactly going to know that it's a thing um i mean i feel like Everybody got a little tiny computer in their pocket, so Google it. But also I can say like, if you've never lived my truth, then it might be hard for it to click in your minds that this is something that people go through regularly. And um, as far as Falcon and Winter Soldier goes, um, I think they're doing a really good job so far of keeping the show fun and not making it too heavy because that's another thing. Like I love a show that's political, but sometimes I do want to escape. Like sometimes I just want to just laugh and like see, crazy colors and stuff. And and this being said, too, I am the easiest person when it comes to media. Like, I am so easy. Like, people will be like, oh, my God, I hate that movie. And I'm like, I don't know. I had fun. Like, it was colorful. <laughs> I like to me Like, I'm so easy when it comes to stuff like that. So I'm not even the kind of person to just, like, be, like, really paying attention. Like, oh, what are you doing, A, B, and C? Um, but I, I thought, uh, as far as character development, it was just, like, very important to me that that they do talk about, you know, like, race relations and 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 things of that nature because it is it's it's a big deal. And um I think they're doing it in a really realistic way um where you where you still feel like it's in the world but you're still getting the fantasy and the fun of it and and I'm really really glad um when they I
0: don't want to say anything though. You don't have to say it. We can wait we can wait for after we'll talk recording. About it we can, later, but, we can talk about also, it later.
1: But also, I'm really excited because, okay, do, do you read comics? Yeah, Marvel? Uh, I,
0: I've read some. I'm more of a read DC some. reader. You're more DC. But I do know of Marvel. I do know stuff of course. in it. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. you
1: know of Marvel. But there, I can see them setting up another comic that I'm that that is super close to my heart. I see them setting it up in the show, like in little not background things, but like stuff where if you read the comics, you know, like, oh my God, that, 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 that. So I'll say it later, but I see them setting that up. And I'm really, really excited because this comic that I like is very of the times. It's very diverse. Um, it, like it's, it's very important. And I see them setting it up. And when I was a little bit younger reading that comic, I remember thinking like, I don't know if I could ever See this as a TV show because I don't know if everyone will be cool with that. But I see them setting it up, so it's kind of exciting that I'm like in my lifetime. Maybe if by the time that I have kids, like they can see that comic as a TV show or a movie, and I think that would be really exciting
0: for a lot of a lot of kids in America. It'd be really lit. Well, I never knew we were gonna get Civil War. I,
1: I, well, but but we didn't get the comic Civil War.
0: We we got enough. We got we got we got, we enough. got it enough. Well, I, I mean, feel, but the I feel civil like war. oh, go on.
1: Uh, The Civil War that is in the comics was, yeah, the Cap versus Iron Man, but it was about the registering of superheroes, right? Yeah. Right? So, and then, is this a
0: spoiler? Can I say what happened in the comics? Well, the movie, it's been quite a while. I think you're good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, not in the movie, but in the comics, you know, Captain America is killed by someone who agrees with Iron Man. Oh my god, and there's just the most beautiful there's the most beautiful monologue that Iron Man has where he's watching he's he's looking over Captain America's dead body. In, okay, in Civil War, um in the comics uh, uh, uh Tony Stark Iron Man is a futurist. Like he he can literally he's so smart he can literally like figure out like what will happen in the future like through math and stuff like whatever. He's super smart. So basically in the comics he realized there will be a war of aliens from space. So we have to have all of the superheroes, all the mutants, everything register to be to basically be in a draft. So when this happens, everyone has to go to war. Captain America was like, No, I don't do drafts. I already did that. I didn't do it again. So he was fine. That that was their whole thing. So some random dude like picks Captain America off, kills him. Um, and then Tony Stark is talking over his dead body, and he's basically like, I know absolutely everything that'll happen in the future. I know that I am right, and you're wrong, and the only thing that will keep us safe is doing it my way, and still, it wasn't worth it losing you. Oh, oh. oh my god, I'm tearing up just thinking about it. With tears in his eyes, he's like looking down at Captain America's body like it wasn't worth it. Like, oh my god.
0: There, there are some beautiful comic mo- moments. Oh, um, so beautiful. The one that always got me choked up was when uh, uh, Sinestro told Hal when uh, like at the end of the new 52 run of like Green Lantern's storyline, mm-hmm. uh, Hal asked Sinestro like, uh, were we ever friends?" And Sinestro's like, uh, he's like he's like, Hal, that is the worst part about this. We, I've always considered you a friend." And I'm just like, oh, um, damn it. Why are you doing that to me?
1: <laughs> the chills. Oh, my God. The chills because they build such beautiful, really, like, Captain American Iron Man. Those are my other two tattoos. Yeah. Captain America and Iron Man are so important to me, like, so important to me. And, like, their relationship through the comics was very, it was difficult because in some iterations. And can we have this conversation really quick?
0: Yeah.
1: By the way, anyone who reads comics knows that there's lots of different universes, right? There's lots of different, there's infinite universes. And like, there is a main story, but there's like lots of different ways things happen in the comics, right? Sometimes uh, characters take up the mantle of others, right? Bucky Barnes has been Captain America for a while. Falcon has become Captain America for a while. Like that's a thing that happened. And then there's also like iterations of the character where they're just like someone totally different. You know, like Miles Morales as Spider-Man versus Peter Parker Spider-Man, right? Recently, it's come out that there's going to be a new um, Captain America who's a, a, a teen in the LGBTQA plus um, plethora or whatever. And I think he might be trans, too.
0: I am the worst with acronyms, but go on. Like. <laughs> I know, I can try a, a,
1: LGBTQA plus. Nice, <laughs> right, yes. well
0: done. Yes, I'm trying to. I get can't it. tell you if you're right
1: or not. And there's <laughs> so many, I know. I'm like, I'm trying to remember all the letters. Please don't make it any longer, but I will fight to say it. Anyway, yeah. I believe he's trans too. I think his name is Aaron Fisher. He's gonna be the new Captain America, and he's just another iteration of Captain America. He literally fights for like little gays and homeless people, or people experiencing homelessness, trying to be PC. He's just a new Captain America. And someone shared it that Aaron, and and mind you, he's coming out in like Pride Month and it's like a limited edition comic. So maybe it will have like six, like, you know. Anyway, people are sharing it like, oh my God, they're making Captain America gay. And oh my God, they're trying to take everything from us. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, if you read a single comic, you would know, like, there's just, they just have different universes where like, people are different. Like, it's not a thing, like, relax. And, and it's art. Rogers it's A&E. art.
0: People huh. like to see people like to see things through a filter about what yes. if. What if this a happened?
1: Tiny, a tiny little just like let's see, let's see in a, a different perspective because this is a perspective we haven't had. Like I don't I mean there are gay superheroes, of course, but like a teen, possibly trans, I'm not sure. Teen, possibly trans, captain like that's just a whole new there are kids gonna It's just like it it's exciting for me because that's not something I connect to. But there are kids who are going to be able to see themselves in this hero and like, how wonderful is that? Like, why would that bother you? Like, just just let it be. And also pick a pick a comic up and read it before you start talking crap, because things change all the time. Like if you literally go on the Marvel website, wherever there's a hero, it'll literally have current alias because like the aliases change all the time. I'm just like, oh, my God, you guys are so annoying. I get it together.
0: Um, and we've the, seen Superman, we've seen his ship land all over the world. And it's yeah. just, like, a, it's, a, it's a small story just so that we can yes. see what it would be like.
1: Yes! Like, and whatever, we're being creative. It's a fake fantasy world. Like, okay, you get your panties and a bunch over, like, you know, a fictional character. And I get it. Like, <laughs> very protective of their characters. Trust me, I'm so protective of Steve Rogers. He's, like, my favorite thing in the whole world. Like, I love Steve Rogers. But also, like... Do whatever you want, it's fantasy, let's try it, you know?
0: So I brought up Captain America because which Captain America costume is your favorite? Oh, we're talking MCU? Anything.
1: Okay, so I think the easy answer would be like Nomad Steve Rogers in MCU, right when he has the long hair and the beard, or Winter Soldier, Steve Rogers Winter Soldier is like the best superhero. Movie ever made, by the way, just just putting that out there. But um, it, is. You it, Steve it is right. It's so good.
0: I I, I, I have not so seen it get it. beaten.
1: I it's so good. It's so good, like a masterpiece. Um, but his costume in that one is just so good. Um, sorry, now I'm just fantasizing about Steve Rogers.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's understandable. Uh, you got oh, sued. Right? Like, you got sued. America's got, ass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but I don't know. I think I have a really special place in my heart for Avengers 1, Captain America, where he has like the really bright red gloves and boots and, and that was the American's ass scene, that outfit he was wearing. I don't know. There's, I think there's something real sexy about those red boots.
0: <laughs> well, you got you got to thank uh, Colson for that because Colson's the nerd that made it happen.
1: <laughs> oh, he loves him. He loved him. He's like, I'm your biggest fan.
0: <laughs> I watch you while you sleep.
1: <laughs> Gently brush your hair.
0: <laughs> um, Winter Winter Soldier is just a phenomenal movie because uh, it's not only the action and the plot, but it's the small things that they threw in there. For instance, uh, too many of the movies, they call the heroes by their actual name instead of their hero name. But Winter Soldier did call Falcon. Falcon called Captain America, called Black Widow. And mm-hmm. another part that I really love is when uh, when Captain America tells Falcon how much he weighs, and Falcon's like, You are you are heavier than that. And he's like, Well, I had a big <laughs> breakfast. That was a joke because Falcon made him breakfast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just they expand so much on their relationships and like, oh my god, the Winter Soldier in that movie was just oh, he's so good. Bucky Barnes. <laughs> but Sebastian Stan, the actor, he, he, oh my God. Ooh, he brought it. He, girl, rent was due. He was, oh my God. That was a serve. Winter Soldier was a serve. When he like jumped off the car and like slid across the street with his own, oh like, come on. Like glove, freaking metal arm through the car, yanks the steering wheel out, like, ugh.
0: Or uh, wow, he when he
1: right out of the, oh my god, so good.
0: <laughs> when he blows up Nick Fury's car and does a casual step aside as the car is like flying by.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my god, just him quietly rolling the grenade under the car. Just Winter Soldier was so.
0: <laughs> it's a great movie. It's I think it's the best. Uh, I don't. Uh, my two favorite movies, my two favorite superhero movies are um, Winter Soldier and Harley and uh, Birds of Prey. For two completely different reasons. You haven't seen Birds of Prey? I haven't seen Birds of Prey. You have to, because the costumes are stunning. Uh-huh. And um, I also am a very easy audience. Mm-hmm. All I want is to see something I've never seen before. Be oh. weird. Do something weird that's, like, stunning yeah. to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have a fight scene. The The, the climactic fight scene is so weird and fun.
1: Really? Oh, <laughs> I got to watch it. Yeah, I heard some really good things about um, Birds of Prey.
0: I highly recommend checking it out. Um, today, when this episode airs, uh, it is, uh, I think it's National Unicorn Day. Um, ah. So my question is, if you could put a horn on any animal, any other random animal, what, which animal would you pick? Oh,
1: one single horn on an animal.
0: It doesn't have to be a single horn. I didn't say that.
1: Unicorn!
0: <laughs> yeah, you but if you— like it, unicorn. If you want to do a, a poly horn, I'm okay with that. Whatever whatever animal you want to put a horn on. Or multiple I, horns. <laughs> the
1: best animals already have horns.
0: Right. <laughs> rhinos um, are awesome.
1: Yeah, rhinos are lit. Uh you know. Cause a lot of the animals that are going through my head are like crazy dangerous.
0: I'm like, should I give you horns? Like a bear? Yes. yes. That's fucking amazing. I love that bear. Uh, bear with a horn. That'd be bear crazy. with a horn,
1: one single. That's scary. Can you imagine that coming at you in the woods?
0: I don't know. I'm already afraid of bears, but you put a horn on it. All of a sudden, I'd be like, you know. Hair. Or a like cheetah. With, I feel like with a bear or with, these scary animals, I think that if I saw a horn on them something, I'd be like, you know what? I didn't I, need to live. Please
1: <laughs> Right. Like, I'm going to live on a planet with that. Like, that's that's the apex predator. Like, come on. A shark, you know, or a cheetah. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. Oh, I would never go outside again.
0: If nature Uh, randomly put a horn on a shark, that would be (laughs) terrible. That
1: would just be like, okay, humans, I'm done. I'm done i'm already bullying us like yeah you know maybe maybe some animals should just evolve a horn and just put us in our place i don't know maybe that's what what we deserve (laughs) but maybe something cute like a pig with with (laughs) oh wait those no wait don't wild pigs already have horns
0: oh yeah they have the tusks they have the the boars yeah Yeah, Yeah, but i'm thinking of like a pig with a horn
1: yeah yeah with a little (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: so what is your social media that people should follow
1: um you can follow me on my personal one a-n-g-t-e-n as in nancy s-h-i-a-n-g-tenshi um but definitely follow me on angel t apparel angel underscore t underscore Apparel. that's all my clothes and stuff are um, and, yeah, Jimmy is a fan of me, but, like, I don't, like, do cool stuff anymore. Like, I don't do, like, cool, like, photo shoots and stuff anymore, so...
0: <laughs> you do amazing photo shoots. I
1: take some cute pictures, but, like, you know, back in the day, I was, like, doing some crazy. Ooh, I have some really cool photo shoots planned for this year, though. I think you're gonna like them.
0: I'm, doing I'm gonna very it.
1: I'm gonna do an alien. I'm gonna paint it all green. a Spaceship hmm
0: Now what yeah. kind of alien are we talking about? Are we talking about like a retro sci fi where there's a ball of bubbles and whatnot and points on pointed shoulders?
1: No, we're talking like sexy green woman like from Ooh. Star Trek.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good
1: stuff. I have some some hentai ish stuff that I'm really hoping to do, but Even better. <laughs> even better. But that's big budget stuff. I'm like, I put some money aside for this one. <laughs> so we're gonna see my friend was like, let's start an OnlyFans and just do weird, like, crazy, nakedy pictures. And I'm like, that'd be kind of dope, like OnlyFans with like alien porn or whatever. Yeah. You know? like I think there's a niche for it.
0: Yeah. See, I I oh like because I'm I'm uh I do like porn. I do like hentai. Um a- and I'm I like OnlyFans. Um, sure. But I like it more when it's weird, when there's a, when there's oh, a weird aspect to it. Totally. Totally. So alien would be so cool.
1: <laughs> I agree with you. I would, I, I was telling a friend this, like I was a internet hoe way back in the day when like, it was way harder. Uh, maybe not harder, but like, you just had to put a little bit more energy. You remember Tumblr? Like everyone had a gimmick. Everyone had a. Theme. I'm still on Tumblr. I mean, yeah, me too. <laughs> but it's just not what it used to be. Everyone had a gimmick. Everyone had a theme. Like, the photoshoots were really great. Like, when I was, like, you know, selling stuff and everything, like, I had photographer and themes. And, you know, you remember me back in those days. So, when I see these new hoes with their OnlyFans and they're just selling, you know, selfies of them topless in a mirror, I'm just like, what happened to the art of (laughs) hoistry? What happened? Like, you know, I mean, 100%, sis, make your money. We all have to pay bills. But, um i've had a lot of friends be like you should bring her back like make her happen like let's do only fans and i'm like look if i'm doing only fans i'm doing it like i used to do it we're gonna have wigs we're gonna have body paint we're gonna have locations like it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy. we're gonna have props
0: <laughs> i i highly recommend it and have you because like i know uh, suicide girls does a lot of really cool shit oh man.
1: yeah but even i feel like the suicide girls have kind of I mean, I don't know. Like, sometimes I see a suicide girl and she'll have, like, one nose piercing and, like, one tattoo. Remember Remember when suicide girls were, like, covered head to toe and, like, mohawks? Maybe I'm just sounding like an old person at this point. But I remember when suicide girls were weird, you know?
0: I think that they still have their moments of getting weird and really I obscure remember. characters.
1: They have their moments.
0: Um, What would you say to, uh, let's say, yeah... To someone who's looking to get get into fashion, what would be uh, what would you tell them as for advice? Um, like
1: just the fashion industry. Sure. Um, cultivate relationships. Like I can one hundred percent. I was even telling a friend this. Like I probably haven't like looked for a job in the last three years because I've made so many connections with people that like work always finds me or like I, I can always can like cultivate relationships, go to anything that's happening. Even if you're not working a fashion show, go and like meet people. Like I know it's kind of different now with like social media, maybe connecting with people feels a little like there's a barrier. Um, I'm the kind of person who just run up like, Hey girl, like your purse, like we're friends now, but like, I guess you don't have to be that person, but just put yourself out there because, and then, and say yes to a lot of things. Like, don't let yourself get ran ragged. Don't let, you know, people not pay you for a bunch of stuff, but like say yes to a lot of stuff because sometimes you don't even realize like what you want to do and you might go to a job and maybe it isn't your favorite thing, but you like really meet some amazing people. Like I cannot push hard enough how important networking is. Um, Put yourself out of your comfort zone because you will really connect with some really cool people who will help you in the long run and you'll be able to help too. And um, yeah, just, just get out there. I know it's also hard now with COVID, but if you're trying to get into the fashion industry, like so much can be said just by showing up. If your friends are artists, go to their shows, you know, like maybe you don't always have money, share them you know, if they're having events, show up, buy a ticket, like, you know, just connect with, with the community because I don't, I don't know how, maybe I'm a little older or whatever. I don't know how it is now, but like, yeah, like there's a lot of opportunities that I've literally only had because of somebody I met one time at a bar. Like I swear to you, like it's insane. So, and, and don't ever feel like, um, you can't learn something else like you can always learn something new always pick it up take that online class if your friend is teaching you could try it like i just i just really need people to just like stay connected especially in times like this because like you could just lose somebody tomorrow you know they could just be gone and like you'll just have a bunch of unanswered questions so just connect with people connect and and talk about what you do don't be scared to like Put it out there, you know? I'm not saying running up to people like, hey, I sew, but, like, you you have no – I, like, I've gotten so many, like, makeup gigs. Like, I'm not even a makeup artist, but just because, like, I talk how much I love makeup and stuff, and people remember that. People remember you. They remember speaking. And you are awesome, everybody watching. You're super cool, and you're worth those friendships. And you might think, like, oh, maybe I'm not talented enough to to talk to this person or I don't have enough experience, but try. Like, I promise it'll – most likely turn out super awesome and you'll look back and be like damn i'm really glad i went to that random little fashion show in downtown because it it really works out that way i think